0: Recording in progress. All right. Let's go. Hey, man. It's been a long time. When did you last uh, record the whole thing? Holy shit. I, I think we were planning on doing it, uh, this thing, like, monthly, I guess. But I don't know. Uh, you yeah, yeah. sort of shifted and my college started and it was, like, a whole mess. So, <laughs> yeah. It's, so, cool. yeah. it's, know, it's so. kind of a miracle anyway that we were able to do it in the October. Because I think the last time we did it was like, what, August. I don't uh, Yeah. Me too, man. I think so. I think it's been at least two months or three months gap. Yeah. yeah, probably. But I, yeah, I think there's at least for... a two month gap. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever, man. It doesn't matter. Like I, uh, I thought monthly is gonna be a challenge, but like I didn't know how, uh, after the very first two episodes we're gonna have to like go off. But anyways, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I mean, uh, the, the last thing that happened since we were out was literally Facebook went down. The the entire thing happened like Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, everything went down, and it was. I think it went down for like six hours. Yeah, I don't even know how long it went down. I was like, I didn't even know that it went down. Well, actually, yeah. So the thing is, so what happened was it happened in our time zone, right? So it happened in the U.S. time zone, and I think it was down starting eleven a.m. here. I think uh, I sent a text to to a friend, and they received it at six or seven p.m. So I think it was back by then. But like. The thing is, six seven hours of the your usual work time, so like that's literally the the working hours, so to speak, where you have yeah like where you get bulk of the traffic anyway. So it was pretty crazy. I don't know. I mean, I think like I didn't even notice uh, it to be honest. Like I'm not saying I actually don't use uh, you know Facebook products. Like I use Instagram extensively, like at least for uh, at least for a half an hour to an hour every day. But it's like i honestly didn't even notice and after one point just everybody was talking about it and i was like like how big of a deal was this like i don't think facebook ever goes down like it goes like so, i think it's once so... a year at max it goes down right it's like everybody is making jokes about it on twitter and i think dude the jokes went on for like at least two days after the thing that happened and i'm like dude, two days dudes people are still making jokes about it i i, I don't know I, I just felt like it wasn't a big deal. And it's like, I don't know how how important was this to you for you so, to be talking about it still? Yeah. So, Q in a conspiracy theory, there's also talks that every time uh, there's some kind of whistleblower activity, there's been uh, like so things that happen against Facebook, there's some whistleblower, or maybe there's some documents that are released in, in, I don't know, by some companies like Panama Papers, things like that. Every time some big leak has happened against Facebook, uh, Facebook has went down. So like it's I mean, I, I think it's a conspiracy theory sort of thing. I'm not sure if that's a if how uh, true that really is and even if it is true if it's just a co- correlation versus causation yeah thing. exactly exactly yeah, yeah. but the the idea is that uh, it was still uh, it it really affected a lot of, uh, the, of of course it just goes without saying that Facebook and Instagram had like a lot of their work, a lot of their learnings comes from the reality, So it's really a bit of a, you know, uh, it becomes an entire being very easily, very, uh, very quickly. But then also what happened was like, on a, on a very personal note, when I, like, we just, I just opened, I think it was what, 1-2 p.m. I knew that it was all down. I still opened a WhatsApp and I texted my friend that you know what are you doing or something like that. And it didn't go through and it took me a couple of seconds to be like, oh wait, Facebook is connected to a server. It's an internet based yeah. service. <laughs> so it's yeah. now I had to switch to the messaging app and I had to text my friend. And, then, and apparently, I found out that Google Messages has a lot of features. Apparently, there's this. So iMessage nice. has is being, iMessage has is this glorified thing that has all these animoji, all these things. But then, 100 messages is cool, bro. You should try it. Sometime. You, you can even reply, I think. You can reply to texts and there's all kinds of things that you can do. With so that. you you're talking about Google message? Like what what the Yeah, Android messages. No, the Android messages is an app yeah, actual message. Is, yeah. yeah. So the thing is, I don't think a lot of people know that app exists actually. Like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. People yeah. don't even know there's such a thing as you know, Android messages that are like actually, you know, made by Google because it's just in Android, everybody has their own messaging app and then there's Google Meet. And everybody uses WhatsApp anyway. So it's like nobody actually knows that we have this Android messaging app. And it's actually pretty good. I think it has a like uh, you know, a minimal UI. So if people could actually get using, uh, you, yeah. can, you know, if people actually use that, it's pretty good. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's nice. yeah, it, it was pretty crazy. It's like, yeah, pretty mean, funny. Ent- yeah, and in the end, it was all about... So here's this thing. You know, you know, I and I was also discussing about it. And it was- so the idea is that If Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp all three go down at the same time due to some kind of configuration change, which which they say was the cause of the problem, if that's the case, then it really does beg the question how connected are Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp? And how much data flows between. uh, Uh, That does not sound good. I I don't know. I guess you need to know a bit more about how things work, like in terms of how the product might be just a very, you know, Mm -hmm. like a very front. End problem in the sense that you know it just converges into one place because they're one company, right? But yeah, that's a very terrible thought <laughs> to think <laughs> about. No, no, come on. So yeah, there's all we already know that there is data flowing between apps, we just don't know the extent of that, right? Yeah, and okay. Because... So we you know I think yeah, so I think we know that there is Instagram and Facebook. I think we know these are pretty much the same thing. Like they're gonna share as because they, they have like the same account pretty much, you know, for Facebook anyway. And so mm-hmm. I think the information is flowing there, but about WhatsApp, okay. WhatsApp is a different thing, and I really don't think WhatsApp should be connected in that way the way Instagram is to WhatsApp, uh, you know, Facebook. Exactly. So exactly. And definitely- yeah, I mean, I know I sound like I keep throwing like conspiracy theories into this story, but I guess Hank or John, uh, one of them, made a video about uh, Facebook, right? Something sure if uh, that's a, uh, you know. Did he watch the video? I'm not sure. No, no. Yeah, I. Uh, are you talking about uh, the uh, you know Hank video on Block Brothers where he talked yeah. about like, where he talked for 21 minutes about Facebook and how it's gonna, how it's a very bad thing, dude. I mean, I think people should actually watch that video. That's like, I mean, he sort of explains how Mark Zuckerberg is currently like, he actually might be the most powerful person on earth right now, like with the kind of power and influence that he has. He actually might be. This is not. Like this yeah. is not yeah. to put it lightly. Yeah. No, if, I mean, data, yeah. if data rules the world right now, then Mark Zuckerberg is the king. It literally is. I mean, I guess the only competitor that can come close in a way, even though it's still very young, is TikTok mm. because TikTok yeah. has this 10 second video format. So you're also able uh-huh. to put a lot of content in front of the user, but also have videos instead of photos. Right. So there's a lot more potential that can be brought into the entire system through TikTok. So as I said, it's still very new, but yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, which leads me actually to, I think the, you know, main discussion of the podcast, Mm -hmm. which is that where do you get your news from? Right. Where do you actually get your news from? Like, I, I guess that's not the main point of the podcast, but like, that's where I want to start because it's a, okay. it's a segue to a very good conversation. So, like, I've been thinking about you know where uh, you know people get their news from, at least from around me. So, of course, my parents getting through, uh, get it from you know uh, like TV, uh, TV news, and like some people read just basically in, in short articles and you know like Google News and things like that. And uh, I think a lot of people who don't know much about this just get their news from facebook right people mm-hmm. who have no idea how uh, you know the facebook algorithm works and how uh, like how we, uh, you know things are w- working behind the scenes i think a lot of people just get their uh, you know news from social media oh so do you mean uh, like news or do you mean like actual news no i mean like so that's the thing right because social media has kind of blurred the line between the two which one is news and which one is news, right? You don't know. Yeah, so I I understand. So what I mean by quote-unquote news is uh, a sensationalized version of what the actual news is. Of course, I don't mean like things like paparazzi. that's a completely different discussion anyway, but what I'm really talking about is kind of the news that becomes sensationalized before it's sent out. So if, let's say for example, I mean, I don't know why this example comes into my head, but uh, monetization came across and I think like all kinds of uh, misinformation was roaming about and Yeah. Literally definitely. one of our favorite, uh, I guess, uh, ex-favorite uh, news uh, uh, you know, channels, I guess news event, what do you call it? News shows. <laughs> uh, it's that uh, DNA by Sudhir Chaudhary. He, he was yeah. talking about how the $2,000 rupee had a chip inside it and it could oh, provide yeah. the money. <laughs> right. So like that's the kind of thing. So even if... TV channels can do things like that. And to go to that level, exactly. Exactly. So, so what I'm really t- talking about is that kind of news. So it's not exactly uh, this. Things that should not be considered news. Like I, I'm not talking about vague uh, points that can or cannot be used. I'm talking about things that are actual misinformation, like actual fake news, uh, using the words of the great Donald Trump. Here. Yeah, okay, so that's the thing, right? So that's a, a different discussion in the sense that like, people don't know about that right so if I am let's say like an older family member in India right and I just basically watch the tv news sometimes and except from them it's like you know uh, forwards from whatsapp and you know things that I watch on uh, you know facebook so it's like yes regardless of uh, how true the news is I am talking about news in the sense that you know information about the world for me right now so uh, mm-hmm. Like, of of course, WhatsApp is going to have a higher rate of failure in terms of, you know, <laughs> like having <laughs> uh, like worse news. But mm-hmm. for me, it's still news because that's where I get my information from the word from. So it doesn't matter how accurate the source is. It's just that whether I'm getting my news from them. So mm-hmm. that's like the sort of problem I think social media is sort of introduced, right? So that where it doesn't matter what the source is. It's what, I, what actually matters now is just like how many clicks it gets, how much forwards it gets, you know all of those. So yeah, Yeah, I mean, and I actually have never read a newspaper properly in my life. (laughs) And a lot of people say that I think that's like one of the classic ways where you can actually get, you know, you know, proper journal news. So I don't know whether I should try that maybe. But uh, yeah, so where do you get your news? That's what I wanted to ask you. Okay, sure. So I mean, I can really cite it. So I have layers of news that I get, depending on the frequency, the importance, things like that. But I guess the top three, I guess I don't even have a top three, but yeah, top three for me are uh, Reddit, uh, Feedly, and InShorts. So these are three different apps. Uh, Reddit is an entire social media. So I'll come to that in the end. I'll start with InShorts. InShorts is basically like a... 140 word 101 150 word uh, yeah. uh, you know article uh, condensation of an actual article that was pop- yeah pop- exactly by someone else which is nice so, that, yeah. so th- this is a condensation that's done by uh done manually so it's not an automated uh summarization process it's, yeah so people actually read it and summarize it people i in think shorts. most people know about in shorts i think that's like a, yeah. a very good news source. which is really cool app. honestly so the reason why i say it is because i, I really really like in shorts and like in shorts is an indian uh app and i didn't yeah. know that when i first subscribed to it and it just started it's because i'm in india and i'm uh, subscribed to Topics that are from India—that's not getting Indian news—but actually, it's an Indian app, which is really amazing. It's a great app. Right? Yeah. So yeah, that's the first one. Second one, which is uh, slightly cooler than that, is uh, Feedly. So it's basically create your own feed kind of thing. You can okay. uh, uh, you, you know, it's essentially a, uh, kind of amalgamation of all the news sources that you can get. So if I want like business uh, news sources, then I can add Bloomberg, Howard Business Review. Uh, I don't know, all these kinds of like Motley Fool or things well, like that. So, that sounds so, nice. Yeah, so these are like five, five six uh, uh, websites from business, five, six websites from education or from tech, things like that. And it's, it just gives me all the topics, all the titles on a single page that I can scroll through. And if I like a topic, I open it and it either sends me to their own page or it uh, passes the page if they have access to the entire page directly. So some some apps are paywall. So for example, Bloomberg is uh, pay paywall. New York Times okay. is paywall. Right. Right. So yeah. So you you can only see the uh, headline, the title, and then you have okay. to go to the website and put it's paywall. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm not gonna provide ways to bypass that paywall. If if you cannot, if you need to bypass the paywall, you've already done it. And if you do, if you have a subscription, then. And do, that's so. good enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, so yeah. I'm not going to do that, but the idea is that it's a good way for me to. Yeah, I actually it. heard of freely really for, for the first time. So, and that actually sounds nice like where we can add these different, you know, uh, news yeah. sources. That actually sounds really nice. I think we should yeah, I, uh, yeah. I should check that out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, so, uh, and then the top one is Reddit, as I said, right? And Reddit, on Reddit, yeah. I, I Reddit, I really follow like very specific subreddits I have. Uh you know, it goes anywhere from world politics to US or Indian politics. I have I literally subscribe to like multiple India subreddits because R slash India is a very leftist subreddit, so I need something to balance yeah. it out. And I also have R slash technology, but then I also ask R slash programming. So it keeps I keep drilling down into the topic that I like and, and some topics where I don't know a lot about and I want to learn. So R slash quantum, for example, is a great example. Right, that's where I uh, learn a lot about the topics, and there's a lot of discussions that. Do. But yeah, uh, we, we uh, you know, we deviate from the topic. The idea of news for news specifically, the idea is that if there is, if there is, uh, you know, mid to low level, uh, you know, importance uh, news that comes out, something that doesn't affect you directly, but it's something that you should know. Some maybe some law changes, maybe some uh, you know court rulings, things like that. That's actually uh, yeah. So the thing, so those things have very, uh, they don't have a lot of. It's it's really just fact based. There's not a lot of, uh, you know, there's not a, a lot of interpretation that you can do on top of them. So for those, uh, you can directly look at Reddit posts and you can look at the comments and you can you, you get a clear idea. But for like important, really, really, uh, you know, big important uh, things like, you know, maybe there's a COVID lockdown or maybe there's demonetization. Again, I'm coming back to that thing, but, uh, you know, or maybe Biden wins the election, things like that. So those events are very topical and they are very current, right? Yeah, So exactly. there's a lot of interpretation that can, that can go into it before it's perfectly verified and becomes facts, right? There's a lot of open-to-interpretation space uh, in that time frame where you can spread out a lot of misinformation, a lot of fake news, things like that, and you know, shit can go very crazy, very fast. Yeah, exactly. Right, so, so the I, idea, yeah. uh, I'm sorry, I'll just uh, yeah. yeah of no, things. Yeah. The only reason for why I uh, mentioned those uh, you know top, most important level topics is because over there is where the Reddit comments actually shine it's really the value of your, you know, the value of the things themselves, the the discussions that you have, the points that you put back and forth between people, and there are people from different areas of, I don't know, political preference or things that people don't generally agree on, essentially. Uh, people that don't agree on uh debating themselves in different ways people uh, might be heated people might have heated debates people might have constructive debates and people keep putting points and people keep putting links for uh, that show their points you know they uh, they kind of what do you call that they uh, they have they stop the fake news from spreading they uh, show links and they i mean it's essentially public centric journalism exactly. yeah so i like, love how yeah so i love how they have this etiquette right like reddit always already has this etiquette the, uh, where, uh, in where you when you put a point you're naturally mm-hmm. expected to provide a credible source behind it instead mm-hmm. of just debating it without any meaning like so the i think like reddit is like the best social media at least i don't know i don't know whether reddit is a social media Right. But I think in terms of like an internet platform, I think Reddit is the best place for news, right? Uh, on the other of the end of the spectrum lies Twitter, where you have a limited set of characters to put forth a complicated point where you can communicate what you want to say clearly and the person in front of you doesn't understand what you've written clearly. So there's already two levels of, you know, uh, misinformation that actually st- just start from the very first premise of right? And just like the culture over there right now is just so heated and it's just it's just not backed by facts and data you know what i mean like conversations there are just like what feels good you know what i mean it's just people are not thinking about uh, you know backing up their uh, you know facts or something whereas on reddit there is like this a- etiquette at least in the comment section i've always seen that there is an etiquette where uh, if they said something important for the debate they're naturally expected to give a link or something that they can source to, you know yeah. what I mean? And I think, mm-hmm. I think that that thing needs to be made mainstream, where you're always expected to cite what you want to do, right? Yeah, definitely. I'm on Reddit. Yeah. You, you, there's this, there's this entire thing. So, like, I mean, I don't know. This is just a great example. So, I always follow our secular. Okay, it's a great game. Everyone should play yeah. it. By the way, it's a, They did not sponsor this, but I really love that game. But the idea is that. Uh, there was this uh, move that you could do. Uh, there is a specific move where you can. Uh, it, it's a long, long move that you learned by one of the bosses, Game that you can. Uh, you, you can reverse the lightning that he throws at you. You need context, okay? Yeah. Need context anyway. <laughs> the idea is that uh, you can use a. Uh, um, you can use the move it, as a combo by using one, uh, one, one more of the prosthetic tools because the idea is that to uh, to send the lightning back you need to not be on the ground right but there's a prosthetic tool that you can use to bypass that and that's really cool. Right. that's something yeah. and technically you're not on the ground so like that that's what is really beautiful about the game that technically you're not on the ground but you didn't go above the ground level as well so it's this is really interesting thing uh, uh the reason why i'm mentioning this is because uh, this guy put this video saying that you can do something like this and he said that he did not do this and he put he, he said that he put in bracket link in comments and he put this youtube video link in the comments saying that okay this is the guy that did it he may post really good secure videos you should check that out in general as well i don't i forgot the name of the guy that actually posted the video but like people were really applauding that so half of the comment section was just about OP being this amazing no, exactly. guy that, yeah, the OP being s- this amazing guy that will link the things and he'll uh, bring the exactly. uh, bring the community together. Exactly, yeah. so like- so that's the thing, right? Even in things like entertainment, we just it's the natural, uh, you know, like it's the instinct to actually cite your sources, you know what I mean? You feel exactly. sort of incomplete without doing that. And that's the sort of etiquette that you want, right? And so like, so that's one aspect of it, right? And the other aspect of it is like Uh, you know, like regulation of content in the sense that what headlines do you want to see? What news do you care about? So Reddit is a much more personalized thing, right? So Mm -hmm. if you're getting on your news on there and if you actually want to make sure that you're updated on the world properly and you want to know things that are important, so you, uh, you need to keep yourself a bit more in check in the sense that maybe you can, you know, go down this rabbit hole of entertainment and then not actually you like basically what ends up happening is you feel like you're getting news but you're not actually getting news because you just personalized this entire feed for you through your subreddit right yeah. so because that never happened in traditional news right when you when we originally was uh, you know read our news first watch tv so in that they decide and so they have to obviously which is again a discussion because Oh, should I decide or should they decide what news I should mm-hmm. get right yeah. so mm-hmm. you would say of course I should decide what news I get but then huh. can you regulate uh, but then can you regulate yourself good enough to actually be updated on important things you know and not just you know keep going into like you know uh, things that you like I mean you, I think you have, sort of to essentially. have exactly yeah so exactly and it's a it becomes an echo chamber right where you're just mm-hmm. uh, surrounded by things that are you know, Uh, of your belief and so we don't want that right so it's like a because we've seen that like that's not only just true about news but it's actually happened in like simple things like entertainment as well where it's like if you've ever used youtube you know how the personalization works like so if you were so if you were into just casual gaming now you're viewing two-hour gaming streams every day you know what i mean if you're like if you're into x topic you're just you you're flooded with that feed you know what i mean so it's like intense there's an intense also amount of personalization going on and then like on top of that the thing is uh, you know like the the algorithm that decides what things should be shown to you is in um, itself a problem right dude, i have been recommended f1 videos uh, cooking shows um, yeah and Devil May Cry 5 videos. Because yeah, I, I watched that for, I don't know, three, four days, I think. And it, keep, it keeps recommending me uh, those same videos. And because I don't have a lot of time to explore videos and go through my subscriptions, I keep pressing home like a freaking monkey that, you know, monkey see, monkey do. And just I keep viewing the same video again and again and again. And I've watched so many videos. Oh my God, I'm tired now. It's, it's so, exa- I, I want YouTube algorithm to stop doing this. And like I think I've decided at least for now that I'll just look at the subscriptions. So that yeah. it's, it's, it's better. But yeah, I mean I know it's a sideline, but I really, really hate YouTube. I'll gotta fix it. No, I I agree, man. I think like I think this is just one thing that is to be said is that just there's a this is a really good advice. Just stop looking at your home page and start looking at your subscription page. Okay. So and if you think that there's a lot of you know garbage in there because you just subscribed randomly, then start removing channels which you don't think you're gonna watch. Uh, you know almost every video, right? If you're p- interested in that person's content, then you subscribe to them, right? Think of it as your Reddit feed more than uh, you know as just a place where you just like Netflix. Like think of YouTube more as Reddit than like Netflix. Where in Netflix you mm-hmm. just algorithms and you just sort uh, you know trying to find a new title. But I think you should think of it as like, you know, you're interested in these subreddits. So you want posts from there, right? So th- I think if you tune your subscriptions in that way, I think it's just going to be really nice advice in general. I think that's been nice. And yeah, I'm, I, I just know. rarely go to my homepage anyway, right? Yeah. But uh, like say, a, yeah. yeah, so yeah. I think that's just that's beside the point. But like, but the idea, see, the thing behind that is, I mean, I don't know if we should go down that rabbit hole again, because the thing is, it's easy to recommend that if you're into. Uh, educational YouTube content like stuff like stars not every day, Redasm, three blue and, and um, CGP, all yeah. these people that like the gods of educational YouTube really. But Pretty much, the idea yeah. is that uh if you subscribe to people like th- these, and that's essentially what a sub- subscription consists of, then I think it's easy for you to stay away from home and look at just subscriptions. But if your YouTube content in general is not about the people you watch but the content that you're watching, like for example, you're looking at I don't know, phone reviews or you're looking at, I don't know, music, K-pop videos or something like that. right? It's it's harder to recommend to stick to subscriptions if uh, people are watching genres that are not in educational YouTube. But I guess that also uh, begs the question of what kind of content you really do want to watch because I mean, yeah, for I, example, even yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm subscribed to Minati for example, right? And I'll definitely watch his videos when ask? it comes out. You still are? For sure. I don't know. Come on. I don't know what he's uploaded recently, but I, I I think I sort of unsubscribed because I kind of grew out of the style. I like I really liked him when I was young, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just unsubscribed. I, don't I mean, know, Does he posted videos? Well, he's not posted for a long time. I think it's been. I think he posted this kind of sketch uh, comedy thing, the kind of thing that uh, AI yeah, we used it's to sketch do. Sketch but- comedy. Yeah, he put two sketches. I think I'm not oh, sure nice. if was two sketches or one, but the idea is that uh, he's still posting content and he's trying a lot of new things, and that's the idea, right? Exactly. I still have a lot of yeah, I have a lot of creative uh content as well that I'm subscribed to. i subscribed to Johnny Harris, or I mean, yeah. I guess Johnny Harris is not very creative, it's more journalism. Ted is also more uh, like educational, but there's a lot of it is obviously about. educational, man. Yeah. Well yeah, but I watch it for the animation most of the time. It's really good. It's fun. Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. But yeah, the idea is again that it's it's easier if you're into educational YouTube for you to stick to subscription. If you're looking for to have fun on YouTube that is something that doesn't come with subscription it really, yeah i guess through. i guess that could, could be true like again i'm in this bubble where like because of my own interest i think uh, you know like the idea of subscriptions is better for me i guess than exactly. than it would be for somebody else that's i guess but uh, yeah so okay so the, uh, this is reddit right and i think if you want to think about you know news i think everybody should watch this one show called Newsroom, right Mm. And if you, and like, it's on HBO right now. And the greatest thing Mm -hmm. about HBO right now is that if you're in India and you have Hotstar VIP, then you can watch all of HBO shows in 1080p right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I think until a few months ago, Hotstar VIP did not give out like anything from the Disney plus side. Right. But Mm -hmm. right now you can watch everything Disney plus in 1080p right now. Well, but HBO Max and Disney Plus are different things. No, but like that's the thing. I don't know what goes on in HBO Max. I think some of the newer titles and stuff like that may not be coming up. But all of the older shows and some of the newer shows as well. I mean, I just watched Succession, right? Which is also a great show. But I think it came out just recently. Like I think the last season just came out in 2020. So, yeah. I, and I watched that. It, it, it was on uh, Disney Plus right now. And, oh, okay. yeah, and on top of that, like it used to be in premium before. Right now it's in VIP. So everybody can watch. And like there are some really, really good HBO shows out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I guess like if you'll go down there, go down there, I think you got a lot of your time, like already filled <laughs> up because there right. are some really beautiful HBO shows out there. But mm-hmm. I think one of them, you should make sure uh, you, sh- you watch news, right? Mm-hmm. But because it's like, it's so good. Like it talks. Because, okay, so it's written by Aaron Sorkin, right? And I think you know my love of Aaron Sorkin. It's written by Aaron Sorkin. I did not know. That. You did not know that? No, I didn't know that. Are you kidding me? That show is written by Aaron Sorkin. That's the that's the whole thing. That's why uh, I rewatched it. I remember, oh, I, remember it, I told you. Yeah, I told you a bit before. but uh, So the thing is, I rewatched it, right? Because after I figured out it was written by Aaron Sorkin, I was like, okay, <laughs> I really did of not course. understand this show before because The dialogue was, of course, pretty fast and I was very young, so I could not catch on. But, yeah, besides it being just a very good form of entertainment, it's just... Okay, so, here's the thing, right? Aaron Sorkin writes very, you know, positive scripts. Like, in his scripts, people are very good. Right? Uh This is especially true in, like, uh, like, I'm not sure how true is it for movies, but it's definitely true in TV shows where even in uh, West Wing, uh, like, he wrote this show, maybe, you know, this name called, uh, you know, West Wing, which is based uh, based on, uh, you know, US politics in around 2000, uh, the beginning of 2000, right? He wrote the show and it was massively popular. It's like, it's 8.8 on IMDb right now. It's very good, right? But I haven't watched it because it's very huge, right? But, so it's about, uh, it's basically US politics, right? It's literally called The West Wing. But, uh, yeah. so, the thing is, it's like, uh, this is what people say about it, right? So, mm-hmm. people just say that he writes very positive scripts like in where people just talk very awesomely and just people have good intentions that like their will they have good good will you know they're trying to do good things okay. and that's that's something that you'll notice in newsroom as well where they're trying to do this very good thing where they're trying to present you know news that is important uh, instead of just you know entertainment in form of news you know what i mean and it dissects okay yeah. i mean i don't know, it Just it's- in, in the social network, that's the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's the good guy there? It was at this moment that he knew. He fucked up. Yeah, okay. Honestly, you don't need to be friendly, so am you can go back to that. Exactly, yeah. So, oh, yeah again, uh, tangent. But uh, basically, the <laughs> idea is that he tries to uh, present scripts in this way. And uh, mm-hmm. he especially does that in TV shows. And if you rewatch Newsroom, if you've forgotten Newsroom, you really should rewatch it. And I really do think like the way they present news and the way they think about it, I think it is very positive. And it's almost like it's almost heart positive in the sense that you feel like, oh, man, if something like this only existed in the real world. Like the real world is so bad, and this idealized, you know, like situation and story is so good. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's still good, really good entertainment. And they talk about important news point, right? So there, so in, there's this one scene where they talk about, uh, you know, how other people present news, and basically their ratings are kind of dropping very hard. So they have to uh, do news that is entertaining to people, right? Mm-hmm. and so there's this one guy who's like okay I'm gonna show you guys how to do uh, news that gets eyeballs and basically do terrible news but news that gets you rating right and then he talks about how this other channel presents news as except to their own channel uh, where they're showing this place where so first of all it's about the things that they talk about right so right now of course you might have seen the uh, thing where people are just talking about uh, Aryan Khan right Shahrukh Khan's son were doing drugs uh, and things like that. Mm-hmm. We had this entire problem, right? So, like, m- like my first question, and I think a lot of other people's first question is, why are we talking about this? Like, uh, Shahrukh Khan's son is not national importance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I it's like is the argument here is like you know like either you already know about this or you won't listen to me when I say that this is not important. You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. there's no middle ground where I can talk to people where they will actually think about, you know what I mean? And I think we had this time where people actually consider each other like uh, people right now are way more bipartisan. So we're not mm-hmm. thinking about things in that way, right? So yeah, again, back to newsroom. where, uh, So they're talking about this uh, celebrity who was uh, charged of something and they were in court. And so they were to- talking about proceedings of that, right? So, they were showing basically how news channels portray uh, these things as a sport, where, okay, they'll show three different angles and like they'll show people going in slow motion. And there's like this, uh, you know, uh, like there's this uh, dramatized music going on in the background. Like, wow, okay. Yeah. So, basically, it's, these are things that are in your subconscious, which you do, uh, you know, they, they do these things to, you know. Uh, manipulate attention. your subconscious basically right and mm-hmm. it's I mean it's not good I mean I think a lot of people actually do recognize that as well but a lot of people are just like uh, just watch it and they don't understand what they're trying to do to your brain when they're mm-hmm. showing things like that you know what I mean yeah. and mm-hmm. it's like should your news be dramatized now isn't news something which you should be, discuss calmly where people are you know rational yeah. so well, this, this goes I mean, on to again okay, yeah yeah Yeah, I mean that's this being the devil's advocate there's also this uh, I don't know argument that if you really do want to catch attention of news you would have to to dramatize it of course the idea is that uh, news like not all news needs to be brought attention towards but the idea is that when that is important when you do need to show uh, bring attention to people Bring attention to your new self um, yeah, of, yeah. of the people. Then you need to uh, you know you need to dramatize it. If, if that is something that you need to do in order to uh, grab the attention, then that's just uh, a unnecessary uh, evil kind of thing. That you know you you are uh, kind of, This is something that Brady also talks about in you uh, know in, in the Hello Internet podcast that I really love, and uh, CGP Grey has, has this point exactly about how. News should be as unbiased as possible and as unsensationalized as possible. Exactly. Yeah. Where, but if that's the case, Brady uh, argues, and I kind of agree with it in a way, is that if it's completely unsensationalized, then it's it's really difficult to catch people's attention. You can catch people's people like uh, us, intellectual people, people have, that have uh, you know had so much education, people have gone to schools and colleges and their masters and they're you know they have they have these amazing jobs and things like that people that are really educated you can really uh grab their attention with this lesser uh sensationalized and a, a more unbiased content but if you really need to bring attention of more people yeah into into the spectrum of uh yeah. you know of of all this news then you do need to sensationalize it it is just a necessary you will. Know, uh, in order to achieve your goal. Yeah, exactly. But like, that's the thing, right? Like, should should news be that, like, in order to compete for ratings, like, should news even be about money? You know what I mean? Like, it should be something that is funded, by, like, funded independently. You know what I mean? In the sense that, like, it shouldn't be about money because we have important problems. You know what I mean? And we can not just keep, of course, uh, like, of course, in a f- free world, we need to, in order to survive we need to have money right which is the kind of which is exactly the kind of problem uh, you know the show newsroom tackles where they they're trying to give uh, important news and uh, you know they're trying to sh- do proper journalism but then people don't get ratings so the you know the uh, you know the ceos and the directors of the company they force the uh, the news uh, the fo- they force the, they force the people below them to do news uh, you know uh, more sensational news so that we, they get more eyeballs, right? So there is there is a problem here, right? But like, so that's where the economics of the issue comes in, right? Should news be about like money? You know what I mean? Like, I think the equation of money should be taken out of it because, okay, so we can make it our responsibility as well, right? So where we try and make sure, uh, you know, how we do things. But it's, it's sort of difficult. It's really sort of difficult to, you know, always orient yourself. And I think it's like, it's the... Uh, basically, it's the uh, what do you call it? It's the responsibility of the government, or, or the government, or I don't know. It's the responsibility of the people giving the news, sorry, not the government, right? It's the responsibility of people giving the news to make sure that we do something correctly. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I see yeah. what mean. See, so I think it's a, it's a two way thing where the people that are giving the news have to be a bit more, you know, uh, like moral, like, and, and, like, people need to be more aware about, you know, uh, what things they watch and what things they consider as important, you know, national importance. And Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that takes us into, like, uh, the root of education, where I think education plays a massive role in informing public how, uh, you know, how to think about important topics. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I see. See, okay. Here's the thing yeah. about, okay. uh, I don't know, I don't know how we should put this, but, it's the idea that if you have see, in a way, Reddit does exactly uh, what you're saying. It it's doing it in a. Of course, it's not perfect, but it is kind of news controlled by the people, right? So if yeah. you're spreading false information, it's going to be automatically corrected in the comments. If you're spreading, uh, exactly. you know, if you're spreading the right news, if you're doing the right things then it is going to be shown out and it's going to be, you know, it's, it is going to become, uh, the. if you share something wrong, it's automatically going to become right. Yeah. By people correcting it and cleaning it and fixing it, right? So it is in a way a new source controlled by the people. Yeah. But then the issue is, you of course have to, the, there is where the cost of uh you know producing content like this uh, comes right uh, you have to spend a lot more time on that platform to get the right news so for example if i'm looking at let's say okay uh, a great example is the pattern attack that happened uh i think it attacked uh, pakistan and there was a lot of news that, that was going on on the news channels and on, on WhatsApp and like everywhere right and still, i all i did was just i went to the subreddit. Uh, and a couple others I looked at the mega threads and I like I think there were probably like 40 50 links on the post where they were talking about all these uh, you know things and uh, a lot of the links had contradicting points so like they were saying okay uh okay they, uh, uh, okay, they attacked like these uh, they attacked and killed like uh, 10 people 20 people and they were but i'll be generous things like that some places they were saying that they killed 300 people and it was a kind of a uh, warehouse kind of thing and they blew that up and there was a lot of contradicting things as well and things started to finally gravitate towards the uh, the right points right so it took time right and that's the that's the cost of making news that is not biased and is controlled by the people in a very decentralized way that it's not controlled by single person for it to be not controlled by money it needs to be controlled by two, a lot of people and if it's controlled by a lot of people then it takes time to uh, kind of uh, yeah, yeah, i agree right but like that's the question is it though like if news has to be unbiased does it have to be decentralized you know what i mean can't we have centralized news and then at the same time have proper journalism behind it? You know what I mean? I Excuse think me, a lot of a lot people lot of- like the New York I think, I don't know, what is the opinion of uh, the New York Times or like the Washington Post and th- things like that? Are they like do you know th- uh, about them? Like how do they Plus, do the news is- I think Washington Post is kind of uh, centric. I mean it's not biased towards the left or right and liberal conservative whatever you want to call it. Uh New York Times is slightly more uh, liberal and progressive uh, uh, topic related, but the idea is in the end there's gonna be some or the other sort of bias in the end anyway. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Both of both of them had it, but yeah. Then, I mean, what were you getting at for that? Yeah. Okay. So okay. So basically, my idea is. And by the way, just yeah. one more thing. Uh, yeah. When you said the phrase centralized news, it gives me a lot of 1984 vibes big brother yeah exactly yeah again again yeah i don't like that that's not something that i support at all. no i i okay so i don't mean centralized in the sense that there should be only one place where the news come from that's not what i'm saying i'm saying uh you know new like instead of it should be more uh okay so okay i'm no one to say how the news should be okay but i think if we want i think yeah okay so don't sell yourself short bro yeah okay that's it okay so I think that we can, of course, get news from a lot of people. Right. But it takes a lot of time to fact check and people don't know how to do journalism, right? There's a reason why it's an entire thing that people study. It is a, it's an important job, right? Mm-hmm. Like to have a healthy democracy, we need to have proper journalists. So mm-hmm. uh, in, in general, what I think is, uh, if we have pe- like people that, uh, people that are dedicated to giving you news, I think that is a more preferred style of news, rather than having just you know a lot of people gathering sources together and doing this in a more sort of open source way. You know what I mean? I I I guess that is the sort of like the analogy, I right? See. Where it's open source versus prioritized uh, you know prioritized products. But okay, so yes. of course for it works for code, right? But mm-hmm. I think for because news in itself is about uh, you know about the collective, like because we have to take uh, st- uh you know. National steps, because if there are say problems like the uh, CAA bill, right? CAB, uh, the CAB bill problem was there, mm-hmm. right? We had demoneti- demonetization is a bit old. We had the farmers protest, right? all things like this. Then we had the uh, like, there were lots of problems in uh, the US with the, you know, elections and things like that. But then there are also important topics like uh, you know, uh, the problem with the electoral college, you know, which is an excellent video made by CCP Gray and the National popular vote. How is are going to bypass that? All like these are important problems. Like then, like you know, bigger problems about like how we can fix poverty and how what we do about climate change and all these like big, big problems. These require time for you to think about them, and we have to we need to have proper discussions about them. The problem is these are very boring things to talk about and things to do, right? But they are important. So when you have a decentralized new system, this sort of you know hangs in the balance where they talk about important things but then they also talk about you know things that are not as important we had you know like people were going on about Susan Singh garage for like such a long time <laughs> than they should have man. like mm-hmm. i know i mean his death was tragic of course and that was like a problem but like you go about it for like a few days at best a week but dude, this thing, this entire circus of, you know, ho- you know, drugs in Bollywood and nepotism, it went on for too long, man. Like, uh, yeah. as a nation our attention should be on important things. Like, can you believe the farmers' protest was as important as the Rajput problem? Like, these two should not be at the same level in terms of the time that we spend on talking about this, right? The complexity behind both the issues has a uh it's night and day or oh, exactly. everything the complexity of the issue the, the importance issue of, of the, the issue the, the importance of the issue the seriousness of the issue how many people are affected by it Exactly. Everything. <laughs> everything about it is but, but i think that's a that's a good idea so here's the thing right uh, so since you mentioned the idea of open source news you know i think it's a yeah. good idea so th- the thing is even though uh, you know a lot of software is open source you know there's a lot of code that is available to the public that people can download it for free use it for free things like that but also it can be anyone can contribute to it exactly yeah but everyone doesn't don't cont- contribute to it right yeah, yeah okay yeah i don't contribute to keras or TensorFlow. you, you don't contribute to i don't know vlc uh, yeah. video lands codec uh, algorithms things like that even though they're open source people that are experienced and know what they're doing that's uh, send yeah. uh, you know they push the code up, or the service. so i guess if you're talking about a decentralized i mean if you're talking about not a decentralized service but at least something that is unbiased then something like uh i don't know something like an open source news has, would yeah, have has, just journalists i mean just having journalists in the uh from all different kinds of uh, political backgrounds, cultural backgrounds, they all to come together and create something. I uh, guess, you Wikipedia know, what I actually you know, sounds really good. In fact, I think oh, the term open source for this, the analogy, that's like a very good version of it. Like, I think independent news should become like open source code. Right. Yeah, where if yeah, it actually were like that, it would be favor of a valuable resource where people are giving so much time to contribute to it because they understand the importance of it. Right. Like mm-hmm. in the coding community, we understand the importance of open source code. Right. Mm-hmm. So because and that is why people give you know time to make proper open source projects. They give their time to make valuable products. Right. So mm-hmm. that is a sort of system that we should actually have. And I guess. That's a, you think that's easier said than done but like the idea is definitely worth exploring man that sounds like a real. Well, good idea. see if, if you actually think about it Wikipedia does the same thing in a way that they have a lot of citations and you, you, everyone can edit the article but if there's something wrong then it's quickly fixed and uh, you know you need a lot of, like, there's this entire joke about how Wikipedia needs more citations right That's this is entirely like, it, if it has a thousand citations it lasts hundred more for it to be considered right, and it's a, it's a really good system. The thing is, Wikipedia has this. Wikipedia works for when the thing is much more uh, settled down. So it's it's not news anymore. It's just facts, right? So it's easier to handle Wikipedia that. Way. But if you try to bring the Wikipedia system to the current affairs, right, where things exactly. are a lot more volatile, exactly. it yeah. becomes a lot more complex. Of course, exactly. the idea is that. Exactly. It's, it's, it's kind of like current Wikipedia. I, I mean, I don't know. It's a good idea. It's like open source news, current affairs, Wikipedia, things like that. It, it really builds up a really, I don't know. It's, it's a really good idea. Isn't it, it's an really <laughs> interesting word. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, okay. So on the, okay. on So so on the other side of the spectrum, we have things like Patriot Act, right? What do you think about Patriot Act? Tell me, what Act, is your opinion? that show by Amazon right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. By the way, I watch like... it. It's on Netflix. It's really good. And actually, <laughs> right now it's also on YouTube, right? And oh, They is? present news in a really good way. Basically, that's what it is, right? Yes, yeah, so I guess. I, should I, I sh- should I just preface it? Basically, they do uh, news stories, but they do they take a longer time frame where they are, uh, you know, they're talking about the complexities of an issue. Uh, they address the complexities of an issue in a proper way because they have a longer time frame to talk about a single story, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah agree. Times. So yeah. so. Uh, on air with AIB had a similar format, right? They right. yeah. talk about yeah, was- news. And I guess it's kind of this format. Uh, so, what Hassan Minaj and AIB did with their uh, show is they were just talking about things, right? Yeah. That was something that's already being done by late night shows like Stephen Coldbread, Grand Norton, people like that. But they have like this, this session at the beginning like 10 minutes where they just talk about news topical news they put their own jokes in it I and mean, they just yeah yeah funny right but for the for the format that what that is been as is patriot actor on everything it's a lot more condensed format and it's a it's a lot bigger There's a lot there's an entire episode dedicated to a single topic or at least yeah a couple of topics it's not just topical news uh given out as jokes it's exactly yeah the they go going the depth right it's a show about depth. they actually pick one story and they properly like research on it and they talk about the complexity yeah exactly exactly that's the idea and, yeah, i really like the idea behind it it's just that well the thing is of course i mean the, the production quality behind that needs to be uh Insane. It's insane, yeah. It, it needs to be insane. Yeah, I mean, imagine how much, uh, how much, it, how much research it requires for you to gather things the right way, like I a agree. journalist would. Then yeah. also present it in a funny manner, like Hasan Minhas right? I, so I, I understand I think that Hasan was like a, a golden is... gem, right? Yeah, it yeah. was like a very idealized situation where we got something that is so good, actually. Yeah, exactly. about, so Regarding you. I, yeah. I think that Hasan had. Uh, of course i think his uh, expertise is not in journalism but it's in uh, comedy yeah comedy so yeah exactly he has so he has a team in the background that does his, the work for him and uh, they basically gather the news as quickly as possible uh, gather all the different sources all the content and then person minas does works his magic and then presents it to uh, the public right and it's a it's a great idea but it requires a lot of dedication for it to keep going and it's not something that can be done every day and i think news of course it can be done every day, day yeah. exactly again yeah that's the discussion i want to open with Peter. attack actually yeah yeah that, i mean like it's, does you have to be not... every day you know <laughs> what i mean yeah i think there was this uh, there was a stand-up comic i forgot forget his name they were talking about how uh, there was tv only till morning to night and uh, there was, I mean, it was just static at night. You couldn't uh, switch to anything, but yeah, you he present, you're he talking more about entertainment, but it also rings true here that back then there was a single channel and, uh, there were times for news. There were times for entertainment and there were times for other things. I don't know, ads. <laughs> but the idea is that, uh, they were, they were not channels dedicated 24 seven to, uh, give news. you views because that because that has now become the case news have become really diluted it's it's become exactly watery. yeah <laughs> it's it doesn't hold any substance there's no yeah. th- there's no there's no information in that the... you get that is important for you to exactly. do things you know exactly and so that's the sort of problem that i have with the that's actually actually the only real biggest Achilles heel of the thing that we talked about previously, right? Where we want this sort of like an open source environment kind of thing. It is important. Uh, it is impossible to create something like Patriot Act through this sort of a de- decentralized news thing. You know what I mean? That, and I th- Okay, so the best thing about shows like Patriot Act is that uh, it it is, I think it is one of the only news sources where I've actually seen, uh, you know, the complexities of an issue being uh, being addressed properly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like so, like because a lot of news stories, right? They like okay. So let's say about fifty to sixty percent of news stories are just you have to know about something that happened, right? Like the title is almost enough, and then if you want to know a bit more, you can just treat the ad, right? But then if it's like okay, you're think, thinking about some issues. Like I think uh, stuff like the farmers' protest it involves a lot of things, right? Uh, the farmers protests that happened. Yeah. I tried to uh, research on it, and I think uh, if they had a thing like Peter attack in India, we could do a very good episode about like this issue, because it has uh, it has to do with how the government has made the structure of uh, you know uh, paying the farmers right for their seeds, uh, and it's like and I did research on it, and I have forgotten about it, and that's like really bad. I should actually know more about this, but uh, so. That's the idea, right? Like, it's a problem where, of course, uh, we, okay, so we're talking about the wrong thing, right? Of course, uh, farmers are right to protest because their own livelihood, in a way, was kind of being taken away because, uh, you know, their guaranteed uh, guaranteed salary was not, uh, was the structure of their guaranteed salary was being taken away, in a way i think yeah. because of the way the government wanted yeah, to so change the laws about it the idea is that the, they get a special uh, they get a minimum uh, you know uh, value essentially the the, the minimum uh, yeah okay yeah. so i think I remember, yeah. kind of thing. No, I so for so for crops like wheat uh, i think cotton rice things like that they have this uh, this value set that you cannot uh, buy uh, it you cannot buy buy these crops from farmers at a value lesser than that yeah, we basically buy. yeah okay yeah so now I think I remember now i remember right so what happens is uh they uh, they go and sell the crop right the farmers mm-hmm. and the basically the government buys them at a certain price and it's a set sort of like a benchmark of what the prices should be because basically it's there's auctioning right there's auctioning going on in terms of You know uh, how much money they're willing to pay for for so and so amount of crop, but then Mm -hmm. go go there is the government is there to uh, kind of regulate it, keep an eye on it, and they basically buy the crop at a certain price, and that tells everybody else what the ballpark of the cost is. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And that prevents uh, uh, basically like a a system where the farmers are exploited, right? Because Mm -hmm. uh, they should not be taken advantage of. That's the idea, right? So, and that is the sort of law that was going to be removed in some way, I think. And that's what was going to affect them. And that's, I think, an important thing. And so people need to talk about it. And I have seen this thing on TV, right? People are talking about protests. People are talking about what people are doing on the streets and how the police is acting. And yes, that is important, right? But when you're people like, they're not talking about the... Talks that the, they're having with the government, right? Because they had this negotiation. I think four or five times they went and actually had the negotiation. They're not talking about what the problem actually is. They're not talking about this, like the thing that we just. They're talked not about, talking about why, why they are protesting. protesting. Exactly, <laughs> they're talking about what the protest is right, and so that's why we need views that goes into the depth as well, right? Yeah. I, I think that sort of thing has to become mainstream, and uh, because this is just like. Imagine, this is just a local problem, right? Problems like this must exist all over the world. Mm -hmm. And just imagine the kind of coverage that they should be getting and the kind of information that should be behind it, which is just not, right? That is really sad. And, uh, you know, we're going to have really massive problems about, uh, you know, climate change. I keep beating the drum on this, but basically, complex problems like those, we 100% need... You know, depth-wise news rather than breadth-wise news for that. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had uh, I, I, you know, that uh, rant, rant video of mine. Some of my friends love that video. By the way, they keep they keep uh, playing it again and again, and it's just it's just an entire inside joke now. But the idea is that uh, yeah, I've talked about how it's a very complex problem, and people try to make these documentaries where they uh, you know they talk about it in just enough depth that people are interested, but they don't give enough information for people to act on it or you know make decisions based on the, that is important. Know, exactly make yeah. decisions in your everyday life, make decisions for your leaders or you know talk have actual uh, you know I don't know conversations is not the right word I guess because depends on, no, on a day to day basis. But the idea is that you can still have some kind of uh, petitions or some kind of communication towards your leaders, where you talk about how to do things. That I think well, that's because uh, the content is focused on bringing people together, and I think this is exactly, Actually, exactly what uh, Brady was talking about. That uh, this uh, the main complaint that CCGP had was that the I, the the documentary that he was watching in the end was was very sensationalized and there was a lot of uh, flashy ideas about how this can happen and that can happen but there was not enough depth to go into for it to be considered uh, you know good right. documentary yeah. good journalism but what right. Brady yeah. said is because if you try to put a lot of information into it a lot of content into it it becomes too tiring for a normal person to learn about but it's a good start for uh, people like uh, the like these are a good start for people like that but yeah. As I said, it's it's always an issue where you have to you know keep controlling what yeah. kind of co- content you send out. Send that. Exactly. So, so I guess uh, the like the basic idea, I think, that we you know like I think if we try and summarize the problem, right? I think there are like three main pillars to this problem, right? So we have influence, right? We say that, like you know, politicians pay uh, news channels, and so there is influence, right? So there's yeah. that problem, and that can be solved by the open source decentralization thing that we talked about, right? Of news, and to an extent, it's already happening. Again, yeah, at places like Reddit, where we have this thing happening, but like we would like, we would like to see more people latching onto that, and more, more development into uh, more quality news. You know what I mean? And like Reddit is still very social media Do you need a more News-centric service, which exactly. is kind of like yeah. Wikipedia, but Wikipedia is too uh, it's fact-based. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. fact-based, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the second aspect I think of it is about you know uh, the content, right? Uh, because of the ratings, right? So it's not just uh, people that are influencing channels to give out propaganda, but just people want eyeballs on their thing. So this is uh, so this is more of a personal problem. Where people need to understand that what things are important as news. Like I'm not saying you shouldn't have entertainment, man. I watch TV shows. I watch movies. You know, right? I want entertainment in my life. But people, like I think uh, they should be involved. They should be put in our education somewhere, or they should be taught to us in some way, more rigorously. That uh, uh, so yeah, uh, that just entered. Yeah. So I think basically we just need to be taught how how to segregate. Uh, when we uh, our own mindset when we think about news, whereas when we're thinking about stuff like entertainment right? So I think uh, a sort of responsibility also lies on the people that are giving out the news. but uh, a lot of it is also dependent on us, you know about mm-hmm. how we get our news. And the third pillar is the depth thing where uh, like if we have if we want depth in our news, then we're not, uh, then we have to understand that news is not a daily thing. And we need to p- produce more shows that have that are more information dense and which address complex issues properly. Right. So I think these are the three main pillars. I think that we need to address and I don't have answers, obviously, there are some things that are already happening. We have examples for every case, right? People are imp- discussing important problems on social media more than they are on like, you know, on traditional TV. And yeah. there is more, the, you know, social media also has more decentralization, but then there's no depth search and there's no quality of journalism. Mm-hmm. And like, so, like, and then on the other hand, TV shows are more, you know, uh, basically influenced by uh, like yeah. media. So, this is the sort of problem it's intermingled. Like, there are uh, pros and cons about every way in which you get news. But I think, like, I don't know, I, I need better answers, but basically, this, these are the three and problems I think that we to it. Yeah, of course it's, it's, see, I, the idea yeah. is that you know in a way all these three things you mentioned in a way they have been so you do see those things in action not all all three of them and you know solving yes. all of them together but th- there are you know places where people are solving these problems so for example i mean not exactly talking about news but you know importance of content and things like that so for example uh i don't know there's the there's comments on YouTube that people I mean I think I can start with blog brothers that's the best way to put it so a lot of long brothers content is based on the fact that they have this entirely tight this tightly knit community of uh, subscribers and they don't care about getting new subscribers anymore and it's just about them working towards the uh, problems and solving them so you look at their comments and there are actually very uh, there are always wholesome comments that's a completely really different thing anyway but there's also a lot of uh, constructive debate that keeps going on and there's still uh, you know people talk about topics after the video is over after the 4 minutes are over right and that's that's great to see you on channels like uh, you know koosedar or smarter everyday veritasium where it's a lot more focused on the on the educational aspect, aspect yeah. right <laughs> exactly Uh, The educational aspect, even there, there's a lot of uh, back and forth that keeps happening. I think there's uh, there was a video by uh, Electroboom about uh, some some chain issue. Uh, I forgot what effect it's called, but it's essentially this. uh, They there were a couple of youtubers that had different opinions on why uh, that particular effect happens. Like what's the Mm -hmm. physics behind that that aspect? But in the end. a lot of information was uh, discussed on like, in the comments. Like, like more, there was a lot of discussion happening in the comments, which was actually as valuable and as important as the videos themselves, right? And that's I really think. the idea. That in the in the end, like you really do see aspects of things on YouTube, you see it on Reddit, you see it on it. Anyway, I don't, I guess, I mean, you don't see it on Instagram, but yeah. you do see it on a lot of different places, and it's yeah, I think. I mean, we are creating it uh, on our own in a way. We are creating this uh, kind of uh, news thing on our own, but it really depends on what kind of uh, content you do in the end. Watch that if it is, I mean, if you follow the right threads, if you follow the right YouTubers, you, follow, you know, you you have the right news sources, then you're actually going to be connected to a lot of journalists and a lot of people that uh, actually go out into the right source and that's i guess where johnny harris also comes into play i uh, got to came to know about him through vox which is a channel that's really controversial about its uh liberalizing of topics and they have this very like i think they had this time where, where one in four videos received a lot of dislikes. like there was a couple of years where they had that but the idea is that in the end, uh, we uh, you know Johnny Harris, I think, uh, split uh, roots and he made his own channel. He's doing his own thing, and he has his own style of doing things. I and mean, you're not just connected to Vox; you're connected to Johnny Harris and how he works and how he presents news. You, so you're you're getting his style, and you're getting you know, yeah. I think Johnny Harris is like a really good example because he's a journalist, right? From heart, he was he's originally a journalist, right? But exactly. now he's like he also has very good video editing video editing skills, right? So now we're seeing very uh, like content created, but from the perspective of a journalist instead of just like a, a person who's thinking about content, right? He's a, he's a journalist at heart. So it's really interesting to watch his videos and how he uh, tackles topics. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where he actually is thinking about, you know, sources and things like that. He he has that much, you can see when you watch his videos, they feel different from any other sort of videos when you when you're mm-hmm. watching about like news or something. Right, yeah, and so th- those are the sort of things that that are interesting because, like, these are the avenues from which we'll actually find solutions that are uh, you know actually implementable and things you know things that are uh, like healthier for our uh, you know exactly, for our exactly. systems, basically. And I think that's great. Yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense. I and mean, that's really the yeah, that's really the idea that you need to. It's not just about. I guess it's it's a bit cheesy to talk about that way in the end but in the end news is about educating people of of the current affairs right you can educate people of facts using wikipedia and rules using physics and mathematics you know the rules of the world are governed by physics and mathematics yeah but if you want to educate people on what is happening and why it affects you you really need to work on this new aspect of news. And I think, I mean, if you put it that way, it, it really, if it really is education, it should be a part of it. education, how you consume news. And how you... Exactly. That's exactly what I was saying, man. <laughs> like, don't we say, we say a lot of things like, okay, uh, they taught me what is a quadratic equation in school, but they didn't teach me how to balance the checkbooks. Right. Yeah. So you admit that we need, uh, you know, uh, things that we do in our real life, in our education right and i think the way we consume news the psychology behind it i think it's a part of that like it's a part of us being productive citizens you know what i mean and doing things that are important for our world so so i think i I think that's why like i think it's the same argument where like uh we always talk about important things that should be included in education that are important in real life i think Mm -hmm. the way we consume news is a big part of that so yeah yeah sure i agree and it's i mean it's kind of this thing that, we, I mean, you know, a lot of bashing goes into education. Anyway, that you know, people don't like how education is delivered or the right kind of, the content is not right. The delivery is not right, things like that. In the end, uh, you know, I've talked, told you this before as well, that, you know, a lot of education is also about gauging your aptitude, right? So of course it's not just about the content, but how well you consume the content, right? So if your aptitude is right, you don't need to of course you don't need to learn quadratic equations to uh you know to to, to, to live your life as an adult basically adult right you don't need uh, a quadratic equations formula the quadratic formula but the idea is that if you understand that a system in the world is connected to this quadratic equation in some way right and there's this there's this concept of Using variables in equations, right? So you, if you put uh, three oranges plus five bananas equals seven, and you know five bananas plus four oranges equals nine, you can solve for bananas and oranges. But you put five x plus four y equals seven and uh, four x plus five y equals nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not solvable idea. for some reason, right? And that's uh, really the idea that if you can grasp the idea behind the questions that are the things that are being taught in your school. Then that's important, but of course that's where uh, the education fails. That you you're so focused on the content that you're actually delivering, you're not showing why that content is important and why exactly. that update really matters to you. Yeah, 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 man. That's pretty much it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's really good. It's I think there's a lot. Of, I think uh, I was actually thinking we were going to discuss a lot more about politics, but but we ended up discussing a lot about news it's Really interesting. I guess that's a good preface to maybe our next podcast. Maybe we should try talking a, a lot more about politics because that's a topic that I really want to talk about in general as well. And I remember the, that whiteboard behind you where we literally mapped out the yeah, four quadrants of how we political think about, culture. Yeah. And it was really good. It was fun. I think we can have a discussion about that. So maybe yeah, next yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. The thing is, I just keep pushing uh, news away, I guess, because I just I don't consume news. And in a way, I don't really know much about topical things that are going around and things like that, right? Uh, The things that just happened in, uh, you know, Israel right now and, like, things like that, right? Israel? Is it Israel? What happened in Uh, Israel? I'm not sure about Israel, but basically, uh, uh, I'm talking about Taliban, man. I'm talking about Taliban. Oh, man, yeah. Afghanistan, dude. <laughs> Afghanistan, I'm sorry. I don't even know Middle Eastern states, man. The thing is... Dude, is no, it's I, not really. Really. It's Asia at this point. It's literally beside your... Country. Yeah, I guess, yeah. It's kind of Asia. yeah. But, uh, I mean... Okay, so is Afghanistan in Asia or in the Middle East? Like, yeah, Middle East is Asia, obviously. But is it more like... Uh, dude, Afghanistan is above Pakistan. Not above Pakistan, but like touching Pakistan. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. I guess that's fair. Yeah, yeah. so that's a, see. That's the problem. Like this is why I keep uh, pushing news because I, I don't, I don't think I'm qualified at least right now to talk about news properly. You know yeah. So it's kind of difficult for me because yeah, but I definitely do want to know because that's why I asked you the, in the first place where you get your news from because I want to actually. Start informing myself properly about topics in the first place. Yeah, I mean honestly, try using Feedly. It's a good, it's a good app. Definitely. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah.